All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Villaleno. You're listening to Nasty Knuckles. Listening to Nasty Knuckles, the Hockey Outlaws Podcast, with your hosts, Derek Nasty Sotomayor and former Philadelphia Flyer Enforcer Riley Cote, as they go behind the scenes with your favorite NHL players. Time to face off. All right, welcome back. What is happening, Nasty? I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> a little disappointed. Where, where, where are you? Look, just uh, look. Oh, well, like, these little palm trees back there. Yeah, yeah, those palm trees back there, dickhead. Those. You don't have it. You don't have those in Boris. I don't. Oh. And it went yesterday. It was about seventy-five, and it's back down to forty right. today. <laughs> You're sitting there in the sun. Eighty-five. ESPN following you around. Don't worry about us. We got it. Don't worry about your men's league team either. Anyway, you were put on waivers. You weren't claimed because they know you're not coming. No team claimed you. Oh, oh man. So does that make me a free agent? Or, or yeah, you can go anywhere? play at, at the Patriots Center or whatever it's called in Delaware. <laughs> it's closer, closer to the house. Five minute, five minute drive. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little yeah. hour drive. We found a way to win, though. Not that you even care anymore about the boys. But uh, we found a way to win Sunday. Uh, it's a good game, though. Actually, really good game. Uh, I think yeah. by one goal. We may have got an empty net, but uh, anyway, you were, they, you know, the guys were just asking, you know, did anybody do something wrong? Are you just too cool? I said, no, no. He's in Jamaica, boys. Don't worry about yeah. it. You actually have a legit yeah. excuse this week. 
I'll give you. Yeah, a, I do. I actually, I really do. Yeah. Um, uh, doing your yeah. 30 for 30 there, man. It's, uh, that's awesome, man. How's it going? Yeah. You know what, Das? It's, uh, it's been pretty incredible. Um, I've done this before, so I kind of knew what I was getting into and, uh, um, but this one's a little bit more surreal, um, just the connection with the group of guys. And uh, our boy, Steve Downey, he's down here. Yeah. Was able to get this guy out of Canada, get him on a plane, and somehow worked it out where he's uh, he's down here in Jamaica doing some uh, doing some good work. And he's been down for four days. And you should see, man, he, man, he's just glowing. He's got a lot of positive energy. He's smiling. He's opening up. Uh, so I hadn't seen Downs in six years. And. Yeah, I knew he was going through some shit there, as you did with his concussions. So uh, awesome to to see him smile and, and do yeah, well. That was, so, I, yeah, I just getting to talk to him there for a couple minutes on Facetime was awesome, man. It, that that smile is just oh man, miss seeing that guy. He's got well, people don't know yet, but they'll soon find out the hair on him, man. I give you shit. His his hair is six inches longer than yours. I know, man. He's and you said he had a beard, years. eh? He had a beard. He just, Wait, he, he was did. he just running? I was running. He looked Forrest Gump with that <laughs> hair. <laughs> That's exactly what he looked like before he trimmed her down. Yeah. Um, but he funny, looks more man. civilized now. I got the long shag, but he got rid of the beard and still he, missing the grill. But uh, That's all right. Yeah, man. It's Downs, man. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's a beautiful spirit. Yeah. Happy yeah, to hear yeah. it too, man, because I know he's having some uh, issues there, and that's that's what you do, man. You're you're out there helping people, and it's good to see someone that you know, like uh, who really needed it, too. You know, with with downs, you know, not saying that in a bad way, just you know, going through shit and dealing with things that he was, and uh, he looked great. God, he smiled yeah. the whole time we were talking. So, yeah, really man, cool. he's 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 vibrating high, and you know what, like. All I can do is reach out to guys and see if, you know, they're willing to, to accept the opportunities that I may have for them. Uh, you know, Downs did all the work, man. This guy had no passport three weeks ago. Uh, he had no driver's license. So this guy was like last second, like down styles, yeah. rushing around, getting everything organized, somehow got his passport. And, and, you know, in the short amount of time we had, and got on a plane and came here. So, you know props to him he knew he needed uh some help and he reached out and and you know he did all the work so oh, no work's not over ball. obviously yeah old curveball curveball yeah that's it he's the man well yeah no doubt what's good, going on Flyerland? what's going on with you dude yeah uh just been busy here grinding wheels and um trying to you know work with nasty knuckle stuff you know while you're yeah. sitting in the sun surfing and no, i'm <laughs> kidding i know it's serious business there but uh yeah, the Flyers, since we uh, last uh, talked to everyone, um, they lost They lost a tough game to many. Uh, Should have won that game. They were winning a couple goals late, like right away. It just, you know, just kind of fell apart. Yep. Uh, and then they, they came back, uh, you know, this weekend. They had a really good effort. I know Chicago's not in great standing uh, like, like we are here with the Flyers, but uh, it was still a good, entertaining game, physical game. Yep. Um so they, they, they won that game four to three. So, uh, big game tonight, um, against Vegas at home. So, all right. Yeah. I mean, I say it's big game, you know, every game's, you know, yeah, <laughs> they don't mean yeah. a whole lot except for, you know, pride and everything else, but that's the guys are playing hard and, um, uh, you know, hopefully it's a good game. Yeah. No doubt. You go to check it out. Eh, Nast? Yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. Taking, taking a little rat over Elvis. Um, Beauty. take him to the game. He's all excited. See Jack. I guess Eichel. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess some 
Yeah, real quick. Uh, I don't know if you saw while you're there. Uh, Ghost had a night the other night. Goal, three assists, uh, Arizona. Um, I didn't see that. That's yeah, beautiful. he's uh, he's doing well, man. He's 33 points, which would actually be sa- uh, third on the Flyers if he was here. I mean, I know it's totally different <laughs> teams, but uh, yeah. interesting. We have the uh, trade deadline coming up. Obviously, Claude's got five games till he hits a thousand. Um, and I'm hoping he does that here. Who knows? Maybe he I sure stays. hope so. I haven't heard yeah. a whole lot in the last few days, but, uh, um, you know, I think ghost is another guy that's probably going to get moved. So that'll be really interesting to see because you, you can't tell me there's not one team that would take that guy on the power play. I hear I you. Care. I don't care. I hear you. He is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like that, man, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's about uh, it here. That's buddy. interesting. Yeah. That's beautiful, and I think we're almost ready to rock episode 65, Nast. I know. As man, Villieno. Yep. As Mr. Snyder used to say to him, he would call him Vile from Philae. And we're like, <laughs> not from Philly. <laughs> I know it. It just sounds good, Mr. Snyder would say. Well, let's do it, man. Yeah. This episode was brought to you by our friends at Cureleaf. Cureleaf.com, Nast. Best medical marijuana dispensaries in Pennsylvania. Check them out at cureleaf.com. Talk to their knowledgeable staff. Learn a little bit more about the medical cannabis program in Pennsylvania. Appreciate their support. Let's go. Episode 65. Let's go. Welcome back. I'm Riley Cote. And I'm Derek Suttlemeyer. And this week we are ecstatic to have one of my favorite guys ever to wear the orange and black. He wasn't here long enough, but he was here. Great guy, number 22, Hollywood, a superstar, Vile Leno. What's up, Vile? Thank you for having me, guys. Fucking, it's great to be here. It's yeah. awesome to have you, man. See I you miss did. you, buddy. I wish wish you didn't live all the way across the pond because I never get to see you, but it's it's great to have you here, man. Yeah, good to be here. I, you know, it's always great to come to Philly, too, and I like it here so much. Yeah. Good to see you, man. You're looking good. Yeah, you are, man. Look at you. Well, I'm trying to, you know, keep myself busy and work out and get some sleep, get the right sleep yeah. and drink water and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. Everything you we know? didn't do. I'm trying to do the best I can. Yeah, you know? right. Let's work. Oh, that's awesome. So what do, what do you got going on? We know what you have going on, but explain to everyone, man. It's uh, it's awesome. Yeah, well, my, my biggest thing, what I'm doing now is the clothing line, Bilabeno, and that's my main job, and uh, I'm having so much fun with it, and uh, we're doing a bunch of new stuff all the time and doing new, different kind of setups, like we're going more to the jackets, and uh, we're going more to the bags and all that kind of stuff. So it's very intriguing. It's a lot of work, and once you get a little bit bigger, it starts to be a lot of more different sizes or, or, or sides on it, so... It's, it's a lot of work, but it's so much fun, too. Man, I, I tell you, it's it's unreal watching the growth since yeah. you started. I remember <clears throat> even when you were playing in Buffalo, you had the sticker. I remember you, right, gave me, yeah, you yeah, started yeah. with your logo, which is awesome. I, you came up with it yourself. You're very artistic, uh, which we can get into. But uh, I remember it starting there. You're still playing, and now, like, fast forward. It's amazing what you've done, man. Like Thank it, you. It is. And it's it's the cool part about it. It's kind of like starting your uh, hockey career again or your career again yeah. because you start building up and doing these things and you get a little better, you do a little more, and sometimes some things don't go the way you want it, but then the other three things go the way yeah. you want it. Yeah. So it's it's a cool process, and uh, the growth is the most, most fun part, and, and um, it keeps us going, and, you know, but that's the fun part about it too. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, lots of collaborations too, right? With with players, and then the, the recent one with uh, Warrior Hockey. Yeah, back into the hockey world a little bit. Well, we were trying to kind of stay off the hockey, except like players-wise. But we would kind of try to stay off of it, but just to be uh, more of a contemporary street band and not to be pulled off to too much to the hockey side. Not that there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. we wanted these to be kind of separate things. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's kind of fun. You get to plan your own or design your own hockey stick and gloves, which I would have loved to do when I was yeah, playing. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I was. Uh, You're the yeah. best style in the league. You had yeah. sick style. You and Kovalev, you too, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> white they did. white the wheels. Tongue, oh, yeah, white I know, wheels, man. Everything perfect. The jersey just right. The gloves. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we were working on that Those, with you so yeah. much, and, and that's exciting. And it would have been so cool to do it back then, yeah. but better later than ever. And. It's a fun process, uh, doing the different different kind of things that are outside the clothing world, and those are like super fun parts, and they're very creative and inspirational for me too. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask you like, um, you, you've gotten so big, and I don't want to jinx it because I think you're just gonna keep growing the, the way everything looks and, and the way it is. It's awesome, but all your new, I, I see all your stuff obviously on on uh, Instagram and everything else. But uh, are you doing all? Is that all you? All your ideas, or do you have a team now because you're so big? Or, like, how does uh, well, work? when I used to do it mostly by myself, and then obviously I need help to do that. Like, uh, but it's it's getting to the point that uh, I can't do everything myself. We have to have like the we have a design team, we have uh, production manager, project, uh, product developer. Then we have obviously marketing, but they all all have to be online in line with sure. each other and right. you have to figure out how the collection looks color wise and do they fit together and what you do so it's kind of a lot bigger process than it used to be and obviously everybody needs to be involved on the design department and uh, and obviously the the production and sourcing and all that like it, it all comes together there's so many moving parts now yeah. which is nice like uh, you can still still be a big part of it but obviously i can't can't do it on my own and tell like let's do this and then everybody's like when did this come out and we got very talented people working on it so it's it's also one of the great things that you have this team like you had in hockey yeah, and you're right. trying to bring the right people very nice people on it uh good working environment but give them a lot of freedom also to run their own stuff so I'm not micromanaging at all. I let them like come to work whenever they feel like or want to and they can stay home working in there and they plan their own vacations as long as the job gets done. So it's kind of very, very open, free environment that I want to keep it that way. So people want to be working with me. They all also have their own responsibility that they take care of themselves instead of me telling them so it's kind of something I learned with hockey too that, um, you know, coaches always tell you that you got to go here and don't lose the puck there. And like yeah. now, now he's pissed and he's throwing me, you know, the right. bench and not playing me. Instead, of he could he could have just said, you know. Teddy Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy actually was a good to me. Like one, of the, one of the guys that was good to me. So, yeah. I mean, he, sure, he shouted, but he laughed after. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the coach could have just said, like, you know, you keep losing the buck there. So pretty soon I'm going to have to bench you. Then you're mad at me, and I'm mad at you, and yeah. we're going to be in the wrong rails. So I would have been like, 
Okay, you're right. I won't do that again, at least not on purpose. Yeah, right. Yeah, Instead yeah, of, yeah, right. no, just fighting right at the get-go. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Staying, staying in your lane, building the team of, right. of creative individuals that support your vision, I guess, yeah. right? And yeah, and also, like, having them being a good person yeah, and then more accountable. Sure. It's it's hard to, to be too boheme and, like, like that's so hard for the whole team like there's too many bohemian people so yeah, they come right. whenever they go and do whatever they please so right. that doesn't really, it's it's hard like that if 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 it works like that too for sure now is this something that you you like dr you dreamed about a lot earlier on in your life or is this kind of like manifested towards the end of your your playing career oh uh, a little bit both i always thought i i'd like to have a clothing store or something like that or okay. design some some pieces but then all of a sudden like this came out and i I figured out the logo and the name came out, so I didn't really know that much. I didn't, really, to be honest, I didn't know anything about the supply chains and all that stuff. Yeah. But it, I trusted on the logo. I really loved the logo, and I'm like, might as well do it and try it and see how it goes. You know, sure. Um, I got nothing to lose. Yeah, really. Right. So it just kind of started naturally. Just like most of the things in your life start, right? Yeah. right. You like doing it, you love it, and you're uh, enthusiastic about it, and that's how it kind of turns into business sometimes right yeah right. that's the most important part right you got to have the passion and, and love for it and if you do generally it it works yeah. out and it seems to have worked out for you everything you want to do good and great you have to work hard and you have to work a lot yep. but if you enjoy it and you like it and you're passionate about it it doesn't seem like work yep. until you have too much work yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah you know right. you gotta outsource right? yeah 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 <laughs> but that's a pr that's the thing you can always work on like getting more people getting the right people but it, it's same with hockey like the players like if you really excited and love doing it and you have fun that's when you do play 20 hours a day like yeah. you know and that's, right. that's how you get good and you want to just you keep working on that toe drag for like <laughs> five hours and then finally you got it and you're like that's how alex kovalev did it yeah, yeah, yeah right right so right. that's the same thing in this I, I was, uh, I just remember a few years when you started this, like I said, you kind of got into the t-shirts, the hats, and then obviously where you are now. But I just remember one time looking on Instagram and seeing your thing and you're having a fashion show and I'm like, geez, like this is escalated quickly, <laughs> yeah. which is a great thing. But the thing that I think shocked a lot of people, and I know a lot of ladies were happy is when you, when you came down the runway in the speedo, I mean... <laughs> That's that's something I never thought you would do. Yeah, but you, you have to, I guess, for the business once right. in a while. Right. Sometimes you got to take a hit. Did you like that? Oh, did I? Oh, I bought them four. On the map. I bought, that was the, I that was the game changer. I bought four of them. All colors. You were offering. <laughs> no, but uh, it's amazing, Vila, like how how well it's doing. I, like I said, I think it's got a lot of root. It's you're probably going to keep growing, but it is it is amazing. It's fun to watch, man, because you know <clears throat> music. We can talk a little bit about music, and and I know you like to paint. Like you're just a creative, creative guy. guy. Yeah, you're so a skilled it, guy. It makes sense that you know this is kind of what's fallen. You went and grabbed it. Really, it didn't fall in your lap, but you've worked hard. So it, it's awesome to see, man. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. It's it's awesome to hear. I'm I'm always trying to be happy for people too. Like it, one thing I realized after career that I'm doing the things I like. Like you know, at the end of my career, I was trying to trying to play guitar, trying to play, play piano. I was doing the designs for this and uh, then I started painting and that was one of the things that I feel like it was like ter therapy for me mm -hmm. because I I painted for five hours and I didn't even 
know the time and or you know that yeah. kind of stuff so whatever is kind of close to you and once you try to be natural and 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 really on you know yourself and you know try to be what you really want to be or right. feel like being that's when these these things really happen that yeah. you start to do what you love right absolutely that's i was gonna awesome. say like you're like a i, I say like a ultra skill guy i remember you know like flashy really creative like do you, do you find that you've always been that creative with these other things or is this like something that evolves um as you became more mature and understood your creative abilities well i think w once you're under 30 you don't really know yourself even that well like yeah, that's so when true. you start to a little bit grow and think of what you are and what you should do and obviously i was as a player i was very creative i was into what kind of gear i had what yeah. kind of a stick i had how did that look and that kind of thing and uh once the game kind of changed a little bit and and i was getting injured and i wasn't able to do all the stuff that i wanted and buffalo wasn't doing that great and that kind of you know, I think it pushed my creative side to something else because I yeah. couldn't create on the ice that well and I couldn't do the things I wanted to. So I kind of pushed me towards that. And uh, then I found these other things I was really into and excited about. And that's how it kind of all turned out. You know, I wasn't really getting the, the um, excitement about hockey right. that much. Like there was obviously good moments and... And sometimes it went better and sometimes not. But I think it pushed me towards that way. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. I mean, we're creative beings. And I'm learning a lot about this world, too, um, you know, post-career and just how creative uh, well, we are as individuals. But my own my own creative abilities. Um, but not that I was a skilled guy. I really <laughs> looked at myself as a creative guy on the ice. But, I mean, hockey is a creative sport, right? I mean, that's why we play it and why we were attracted to it. But... Uh, it's interesting to hear your story and how it's evolved for you and how you found your, your niche, um, again, in, in, the, in the real creative space. So, Well, I think a lot of things that you don't think uh, are creative, they are actually creative. Right. And, and uh, um, I, I feel like my talent is in being, being on the visual side and somebody else's storyteller or uh, good talker or writing stuff or... You know, it's we all have something. You just kind of have to find it and stick with it and enjoy it. It's that's I think that's the main key I've kind of understand here over over the few years that everybody's good at something. So you just kind of have to work your way out there. Oh, I've I've been alive for thirty six years now, and <laughs> uh, I still haven't found anything I'm good at. So, Vila, maybe you can stick around another day and maybe help me. But uh. <laughs> that's not true, buddy. <laughs> No, but it is amazing, uh, Vila. It's it's awesome, man. It's so cool to see. Yeah. Well, let's walk us through your your, your hockey career to some degree here. I mean, not drafted and, and signing a um, which blows me away. Yeah, I know, right? The how, skill, how, uh, you know, the the skilled player you were just kind of blows my mind away that you weren't drafted. But maybe is that a reason? Were you playing pro at a younger age? I don't know how that works exactly yeah. over there. <clears throat> when you were in Finland, obviously playing. I think uh, I w obviously I was a little bit of a late bloomer, so I wasn't really going to that world juniors path like the young okay. the junior path that a lot of people were in. And I was kind of I got really good when I was eighteen, nineteen, and and kind of nobody followed it followed me around. And you know, at that point of of time, uh, 
NHL wasn't like taking too many guys without drafts, and they didn't draft people over twenty something. Right. right. So I kind of missed that train, and but then I played really good in in Finnish league, and then my last two years were really great. Actually, three years they were already talking about maybe coming to US, but or uh, or North America, but there was no not really that good of an offer, or I felt like where I could get a really a good chance to play. Right. Playing in North America, and then after my last year, I went to see a couple of teams, and uh, and obviously I went to Detroit, and they said I'm going to be up right away, and I went to there were so many Europeans uh, that came in like France and came in late, and he was playing third line, and I think he won the uh, scoring title for playoff, and you know, oh wow, and there's Datsuk, Sederberg, players like kind of that I could play with easily, right? So <laughs> not easily, but. Like I, we would think about the yeah, right. Rocky same but, way. That's but, what I meant. Uh, that it would be fun, and I, I could see it happening. Um, so I came over and um, made it sign a deal with Detroit. And sure enough, I'm I'm starting the farm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they told me with dog, with, our boy dog, yeah, with Dougie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's awesome. He's awesome. Dude. He is an awesome guy. Um, so um, I went. Uh, Kenny Holland told me like. We can trade you if you want to, because like we promised you, you could, you we would be up, and um, uh, I got sent down, and I said, okay, I'll pay my price I'll, for for a little while, and I think it took like thirty games that I was in the minors, and then I get called up uh, finally, and I'm playing with my first game with uh, Hossa, Datsuk, Lidstrom, and Rafalski, so I'm like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> okay. We're here. <laughs> you, was it honestly? Was it like we were like, whoa? Well, and then there's Ovi and Backstrom on the, the other side. The yeah, national anthems played and a little um, nervous. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would so, so nervous. Like you don't really want to. It's almost sometimes harder to play with good players because you're kind of like, oh, don't get, let me get in your way. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Um, but sure enough, I scored my first shot. Uh, I was in two on one with the uh, host, and I did a spin around and went in. I don't know how that happened. It's blacked out. I remember hey. going to the locker room, like, "Whoa, what happened? What just happened?" You know? Yeah. Oh, that's um, great. But it was that kind of a story. And then I played up like ten games, and then I get back to minors and got back in playoff, and they signed me for two years after. Yeah. Well, Babs yeah. did say you were the best player you ever yeah. sent to the minors. If that makes you feel any better. Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> well, well, it actually, and it actually did because I don't think he pays a lot of compliments uh, yeah, at right. the time, right? And he was a hard-nosed coach, but um, you know, I I got along with him well. But uh, I'm sure there's people that didn't go that well. Yeah, there there was a real quick bab story. <laughs> uh, Chief Coach uh, Craig Berube, obviously you know Chief. He's coaching us and uh, the Flyers, and you had you had moved on. And uh, Hexy's the GM, so we have a day in between. So we got there early. We we played somewhere mon- say Monday night. So we have Tuesday ice in Detroit, right? And this is still at the Joe before we went to the new building. And uh, they're like, yeah, you, you know, it's your ice, twelve o'clock. So. Guys start coming in. Only, like, half the team was skating. You know, the rookies and the guys that didn't play. The other guys are just kind of working out. Anyway, long story short, they got guys on the ice. 
Yeah. And we're and everybody's getting dressed and now Hexy's fucking cuckoo. Yeah, yeah, he's starting yeah, to go, right. hey, what now, Deke, he called me Deke. He's like, Deke, what's what's going on out here? I'm like, I don't know. They're, they're on the ice. We, I can't right. make him get off. Like So I go to the, the attendant and I'm like, hey, like, we're supposed to be on the ice in like five minutes and you got guys practicing. So they go again. He goes, I want to see Babs right now. Right. So fuck finally Babcock comes out. And it's Hexy and Chief standing, like, right over him. And Chief's just, like, looking at him. And, and Hexy's, like, looks at Chief. So Chief starts talking. He's right. like, hey, like, you told us we had the ice. Well, oh, I mean, what do you want me to do? The guys wanted to skate. So he's like, yeah, but we have the ice time. It's a league rule. Like, this is an issue. Right. Like, we shouldn't be waiting. We brought our guys here, blah, blah, blah. You know, and guys are, you know, guys are right. yelling at me. And yeah, the other right, trainer's right. like, what yeah. the fuck's going on? You know, right. like, I don't know. Go talk to Babsy. Right, right, right. So anyway, he's like... What do you want me to do? Babcock says that to, but the whole time he never made eye contact with either one. Oh, of course. Like he's got yeah. his head down. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. well, I mean, uh, what do you want me to do? And and X he goes, well, an apology. And he goes, well, I mean, I guess I'm sorry, but I don't think I did anything wrong. And then X is like, that's not an apology. You know, I'm like, what, what's going? What, what are we gonna <laughs> yeah, have yeah, here? Right, but right, right, right. It ended up okay, but he got him off the ice. But it was just kind of funny to see. I don't know if Babcock was maybe sweating a little bit, but right, it was right, actually right. kind of funny. And yeah. then, the train, oh, the, some of the guys over there, you know, all those guys, they were just kind of like, yeah, kind of got, you know, he was a little, I think he was a little intimidated, probably more by well, chief, probably, probably. probably. Well, you, you, you would be chief, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, chief yeah. boss, you know, you know, I told chief after, you know, just fuck him, I'm like, you got no balls, that guy owned you, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> I will knock him, the, I will knock him the fuck out, you know, right, but uh, anyway, oh, that's a good one, yeah, it is. So what were uh, what were your thoughts when you lined up getting uh, uh, shipped to to Philly? Well, the initial thing was like obviously I loved uh, Detroit and you know just being here for two years and you you were kind of nervous what's going to happen now but obviously I knew a little bit about Philly and it's a good team and Kimo was here and uh, um, I felt pretty good about it but tell you the truth I didn't know what to expect really um but soon enough I met the guys and everybody was so nice like everybody I got in right away and I really loved the room really yeah, loved you fit it. in yeah, immediately yeah. I mean so I, I don't think you'd have a problem fitting in anywhere but with your personality but but did. I think this was like um you know you're always nervous around but it was so the atmosphere was so relaxed and loose like which I didn't get used to in Detroit because it was Babs and it was yeah, right. very strict and like it was fun. People were like, the players were fun. It was a good team, but the atmosphere wasn't like that. It was like, like serious business. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. if you miss a pass in practice, you'd be like blowing the whistle <laughs> and like make embarrassing you in front of the team or whatever. Uh, but here I started and, and hearts is like, giving shit to Lavi in front of everyone and yeah, he's right. explaining practice. I'm like, what is this? To me? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so it, it, it was, but, uh, and I, I didn't get to play at the start as much because right, yeah. uh, Philly was, or Flyers was flying, fighting for the playoff and I kind of wore in and I was out and it was like, all right, not great, but it was all right. But uh, I think Lavi didn't want to, change things too much and he, he kind of stick with his horses unless something happened but um it was kind of weird and i was waiting let's see what happened and the playoff game and and uh Karchi got hurt yeah and then sick. i got my chance with danny breer and hartsey and uh after i guess after jersey series everything just clicked oh, right away man. it was amazing and it was beautiful after kind of after that time 
um, everything went so well. As, like that was my dream hockey career, like time of hockey, like those from that playoff to the end of next season. It was so much fun, no yeah. stress. Teams were winning. We had a great group of guys, great staff. Like, uh, and obviously everything. Everybody's even more happy when you're winning. Like, there's no no bad vibes at all. Right, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's uh, the vibe was amazing and and, and uh, obviously great group of people that I still when I see them it's it's like a reunion, right? So. Um, it was just the best thing that happened to. Well, me. I'll tell you this, Vila. It's right. Like it was. It was not funny. You weren't playing. We 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 get you, and nothing against OKT, but like that's a very lopsided trade in the end. You know, yeah. like uh, Tallson, he was a great guy. Yeah, he, was. he had poor guy had bad knees. Like he just right. had a type of great guy. But anyway, you come in, and just for the record, so you know, I did go in. Uh, Carty broke, got hit with a shot, broke his mm-hmm. foot. They were going to go with someone else, and I went right in the lobby. I said, no, we're going to go VLA. Uh, we're going to put VLA in now. I've watched this guy play two pass with Cote. Yeah, He's who, making yeah, him look the like an option? all-star. Yeah, right. So if he can make Riles score all these goals, you know, no. Nah. But um, the, the thing that was amazing, and it still is to me, and, and we've talked about this, is the chemistry you and Danny and Harchie too. Yeah. But you and Danny, two really skilled. You guys just read off. It was like – you know, you obviously you weren't here very long. Right. The, the the way you guys just, it was almost like once, like you said, after that one series, when you guys started clicking, I mean, it was like every shift. Oh, yeah. It was like you guys were getting changed. Yeah. You were the number, I mean, you were the number one line. Like you guys were, Yeah. everything was happening. 100%. And the team, you know, we, we've talked about this too. If you look back, like it's amazing we barely made the playoffs with that team. Yeah. yeah, it was right. a good fucking team. It was, it was. You don't like, get those that often. Like Claude Giroux, and I know he's a kid, but he's your third line center. Right, right. With Reimer, you know, yeah, like right. and and Ash, right? Yeah, yeah. Ash, yeah, you yeah. know, a little toughness on there, so to you know, yeah. protect those two. But like, but back to you guys, that that chemistry was amazing. It really was. Well, so one of these times you get lucky to play with guys that like me and Danny. We thought about the hockey exact same way, but. Danny, he was such a good scorer, and he could obviously make plays, but he could, like, every time I knew I get him the puck, I'd be, like, raising my hands up, yeah, you know? Right. And Hartsey, which was kind of struggling at that time before playoff, um, he gave us room, he was good in front, and he's good winning, winning the battles, getting us the puck. Like, even with Hartsey, it was a great combo because, like, he would... Everybody had a great role. They fit into their roles, and th- there was this great chemistry that you don't really get that often. And and you obviously f- wish you'd have that somewhere else too. But uh, and also like the 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 my spot in the team was like there wasn't too many players like me, like right. skilled players. So right. and it was uh, rough, obviously. Um, good old Broad Street bullies. There was a lot of fights and a lot of hitting and all that stuff. So that kind of gave me room too, right. which in Detroit, everybody was kind of skilled. So they were kind of stacked and guys were trying to hit Detroit a lot because they had no one really right. yeah. to, to hit back. Yeah, that's so true. true. Uh, Vila, uh, you, you, you set a record uh, with a or tied record, uh, an NHL record for points by a rookie. Now the funny thing was when that was announced, 
Lou Nolan announces it over the thing and then standing all which you deserved and so Billy's just kind of like saying thanks to the crowd and I'm standing you know, I'm a stem sign lobby because my my shoulder's still banged up. I've had two surgeries from him, elbow man, after big goals and shit. But uh, you're you're like standing up and saying thank you, and place is going nuts. And he says, "What what just happened?" I'm like, "Well, Vile just set the rookie record for points and playoffs." And he goes, "Rookie record? What's he? I thought he was like 30. <laughs> I almost were. <laughs> it was just funny, you know. I mean, he's just like right in the middle of the game. Goes, that's he, a, isn't he like thirty or something? Yeah, that's a weird coincidence. Like two years kind of played in the league, or or not up and down, right? Or it's a year? Games, right? No, yeah, sorry, yeah, like a year and a half, and yeah. but just enough. Not enough games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then like, oh, oh man, that I was laughed. crazy. I think I told you that after game, I was dying. He's, oh, it's like, funny. Wait, he like yeah, you gotta break rookie. that record, win a rookie record <laughs> on twenty eight. Stuff, but it was kind of lucky too. Like it's weird. Yeah, well, it's still holding. I think uh, like yeah, Jake Gunsel is three, uh, tied yeah, it. So you got three tied three guys uh, yeah. tied for it, but it's pretty still pretty amazing. Doesn't right. matter how old you are. Yeah, it was lucky so, too. So the Moving on, like, uh, that run, we've talked about it with everyone that's come on that was on that team. Like, just one of the best times of my life. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's just a shame we came up short, but uh, it was what a year. And then even the next year, we had a really good team. We won the con- – did we win the conference next year? Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. You were coaching. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and then Vila scores a big goal in overtime in Buffalo because we were down in that series. We were down uh, 3-2. Yeah. And uh, you score that goal – and then we go on. To, then we smoked them the next uh, game yeah. seven. Like it was yeah. close. That goal signed you the ticket. Yeah, and then the yeah. next thing you know, you know, Vila's looking at uh, twenty-seven smell. Morgan, thanks for coming. You know, I'm like, you want to take me with you? Like, I, I, I you want to go to Buff yeah, Daddy? Yeah, right? yeah. I wanted for that. <laughs> I would have well, gone. I carried yeah. his bags everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fuck George and Willie. And yeah, caddy, yeah. caddy for yeah. Willie. Yeah. yeah, I just fucking drive him to the rink and shit. That's cool. Man, pick your coffee up. Yeah, he got it. You got a butt. You got the piano when you were there. The yeah, drums. Yeah. Like we could have had a band for God's sake. Right, sakes, right. Like, I'd be part owner of Billy Bino. Like, <laughs> Instead, I'm sitting oh. here with you. Oh, oh yeah, the crossroads. Right. The crossroads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Uh, but that was great. But so you go to Buffalo from here. You had the hip surgery too. That didn't yeah. help things out a whole lot. Or yeah, I mean, I was. I had the first hip surgery here. Then uh, I think first year I, I got through uh, with just one broken bone or something. And then next, then we had the lockout. That's lockout, right. Lockout, yeah. And um, uh, I got hurt first preseason. You know, in preseason, and I was out for my hip for like, I don't know, 20 games. And then I got back. I actually played pretty good. Go- good those eight games and then i broke my two ribs and collapsed my lung come on i don't know that 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 yeah and then i had to wait a month to go to a hip surgery which i knew i was going to do after the season because i was shooting my hip all over like all these injections like synvisc and whatnot and and i had to wait after the season because my lung couldn't take an operation so so i went after a month, I went to a hip surgery, the same one, like the six month recovery. And then I got back next season. Sure enough, first uh, regular season game, I broke my rib again. Jeez. <laughs> and uh, the chances of that. Yeah. And then, then I 
played a little bit, but I think they already made that decision for me to not to stay stay there anymore. And I was up and up and down, and I think I missed some games, and I was in the stands and so on. Uh, but you know, it's got to do with luck and got to do with team. And I didn't do that well myself, and I guess I was injured too, so I couldn't play the way I wanted to. Sure. And coaches changed and the GMs changed and the team changed a lot of trades and all that kind of stuff so coming from that high in Philly yeah, going right. to, to all yeah. the way to the bottom um, but you know stuff like that happened uh, and um, it was it was a rough time obviously the media's on you the the GMs are on you the fans are on you so it was very depressive time but somehow I kind of Made it out there. You try to think positive that good yeah. things happen, and obviously they bought me out, and and that was a sting. But I knew it was gonna happen. But obviously when it happens, it kind of hits you a little bit. But um, without that, saying Bilabeno wouldn't would have come uh, come to play either. So right, there's yeah. always good and bad things happening, and. Uh, some of the ego maybe that I had as a hockey player, as a person, it kind of shattered so hard uh, over over those um, the buyout and getting that, that that stuff from media. So it was it was a very good thing that that you kind of realize that you're not invincible. You're not a, you have to right. find a way to be a normal person, like live live right. outside hockey and and think of the th- think the things a little bit other uh, perspective because sure. yeah. it's not all about hockey it's not not about how, mom, how much money you have right. uh how the girls like you or whatever it is so you kind of the e- ego shattered so you kind of turn into a different person after a while which or to yourself yeah, yeah. and uh, and i really really that was the good those are the good things that happened there and uh, and which i was if you look the positive side uh, those are the best things that happened there yeah. And uh, there's always positive and good things about stuff happening. You either learn and, and and be positive about it or just, you know, stay depressed or miserable and Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it's I all can, perspective, right? I can I can tell you that for sure. Like I was <clears throat> I you know, went through that a couple of years ago where, you know, I'm like not very happy, pretty yeah. depressed, but in the end now I'm like, wow, this has been great it's the best yeah. thing that's happened to me so I, I know where you're coming from but going back to that last year where uh i remember going in there and i like lou uh lou nolan uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry no uh your coach was uh you're playing on the fourth line i'm like w- w- what's he gonna do on the fourth line yeah like a skilled guy like this right. you know and then you got colette out there running the power play yeah John Scott was yeah. out there running the power play. Yeah. I'm like, well, what are you? How are you going to score? It's like Ilka Sinisala told uh, Mike Keenan he was he had benched him Ilka, and uh, he, he's like, uh, they get a power play late in the game. He's like, Sinisala, you think you can score? He was pretty hard from here, Mike. So <laughs> 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 he should have said to yeah. Teddy Nolan, With Teddy. Yeah. Well, uh, obviously, it's, it's hard. You don't have the chemistry. You don't have the. Yeah. You, you don't have the ice time. The team's not winning, so you're not holding to the puck. And yeah. And every power play, you kind of have to score or yeah, right. Yeah. You yeah. Get because you don't get power play, so it's a tough, tough combination. Yeah. Exactly. I was going to ask you. You played for some pretty, pretty good coaches and at different points of your career you know like highs and lows like you mentioned like 
outside of that, who was the best coach you played for? Well, I think uh, Lavi and Babs, they're both really good. They're a little bit similar, and it was the old times a little bit. I guess the coaching's kind of changed now. It's not as hard, like, you know. Uh, but they were they were both smart. I think Mike Babcock is super smart. Like, he was... It was just a little too much, guys. It, it worse on guys, like sure. micromanaging everything. Uh, but those two coaches were were probably the best, and I mean, they had a, had a lot lot of success too. Like it's not an accident, right? But um, you know, I I think those two were probably probably the best. Um, I think we could have gone with with uh, being a little little more gentle to the guys and like being more friendly to the guys or not being so hard on but those were the times things changed right sure yeah, so you don't find many coaches like that i mean daryl sutter's about the only guy i can think of that's old, still floating around like school. that like <laughs> chief like chiefs uh is i don't want to say hard but he just expects you to play hard right, right but he's right. honest and he's fair well, so I think yeah. the guys appreciate that. Well, you know? and I, I think that's that's important to be honest and fair. And yeah. and that's the thing. Those those two things you need. You need those. And even if you're hard like or or sometimes like too hard, it doesn't matter if you're honest and fair. Right. That's what the guys appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Um and back in the day there was no really I couldn't go to Mike Babcock like, hey, let's Let's have a chat. I, I don't feel like <laughs> yeah, right. I get enough power <laughs> play time. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, I don't really like playing with this guy. Yeah. Or to yeah. Lavi, like, well, Lavi, I need to play more. Yeah. We score every shift. <laughs> yeah, we, right. We, we score almost every shift. Like, I feel like we could score every shift, but there's obviously other lines and other players there too. So it's not, it's a, it's a hard work, though, be a coach. Sure. Yeah. I think you had to define like what hard is too, right? I think there's a fine line of like you know what you're talking about with Chief. It's like you know you have high expectations for the players, obviously fairness and and you you know you're demanding. But I think some of the things we're talking about, like Babs and some of these like old school guys, is like they wear on guys because they're like just like you said micromanaging. You're constantly yeah. in their grill. It's like it's not yeah. just it's not even so much being hard. It's like almost being like demeaning, right? Like right. like almost like undermining your right. your value or yeah, yeah, yeah. And questioning your 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 productivity or, yeah. or something like that. In yeah. a in a non-productive way, right? right. I mean, because you can communicate these ideas without having to make you feel like a bag of shit. Right, right, right. You know, exactly, and yeah. hopefully get you to play better. If that's right. ultimately the goal. Right, right. But you see these guys have, you know, pretty short shelf life, you know, like a guy like Torts. And yeah. and we've heard great things about Torts, but some of these guys, like, shorter, shorter shelf life because they just wear on guys. Like, right. you can only hear someone, like, in your ear for so long, and then it's yeah. like, yeah, damn, like, you know, like, yeah, I can't I can perform. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah it is. It is. Uh, because these seasons are hard. Like, you get the media on your back, and... You play every other day and a lot of pressure and you want to win and you know some guys are not happy some guys are more happy on their role or ice time it happens but you don't want somebody to shouting on your ear all the time i don't yeah. think that's productive no but, because it, yeah but you don't want anyone to abuse the system too if if the coach is nice so but i think if you abuse the system, you abuse yourself because you don't want to get the best out of yourself and the best 100%. out of the team. That's all going to work on your advantage. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I think that's where like Chief f finds that bridge of both those worlds. I mean, obviously he's 
he's a demanding coach with high expectations, but he he has a way to connect with the players, right, and right. get the most out of them in a productive way without making them feel like a bag of shit. And actually, now that you said it, Chief uh, was so good too. Like when he was around here, like he'd always be talking to you. I really liked him. He was telling me stuff, and you you could do this. And he was sometimes being a little bit of therapy, like yeah. don't worry about this, and just <laughs> yeah. constant, concentrate on this. And he got it. Like he's a smart dude. He got what you where you were at. Um, but obviously, uh, Chief was assistant by then, mm -hmm. so you really, really didn't get to see him as a first coach. Sure. But uh, it's been awesome to see he's doing so well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't think a lot of people can say any bad things about him. Like he, he's, he's absolutely fair, honest. Um, it's funny too. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's great. So great with sarcastic. The guys. What, were, what was it? Was Schenner said that when they won the cup there? That not one guy in the locker room, playing or not playing, were, were like pissed off. You know, sometimes yeah. you got that guy that didn't get to play. Right, right, right. Or well, I got screwed. Right. He was like, dude, everyone loves him. Yeah. Like, because he's fair. And he right, tells right, right. You, hey, I'm pulling you tonight, VLA. And he, I told that one story about one of the players, I don't want to say he still plays there, but he wasn't anything bad about him, but he brought him in and said, hey, you're not playing tonight. And the players like, yeah fuck you i'm playing he's like no you're not and i'm gonna tell you why and he told him yeah and the guy leaves comes back in right before practice right. i'm playing he's like you're not playing you're gonna skate and tomorrow you'll practice and right you'll play the next game that happens go to the next game right guy scores he goes on a 14 game point streak right and he came to chief like a week later and was like you were you were right man he's like i watched the clips you're right right and it takes guts and uh, like a little bit of uh, standing, standing like tall and saying yeah. that. But once you do it, it's it's not gonna hurt. Like no. right. you gotta realize also like coaching, coaching that if you say that and you feel like you're right, then there's nothing to worry about saying that to the guy. If he doesn't get it, it's probably not your fault, right? Yeah, right. right. As, as if you're honest and and so on. Like those talks are probably not fun for the coach, and they're not right. not fun for the players. But you can make it a little easier being honest and truthful about it. Yeah, and be not, you don't have to be a, an asshole about it. Yeah, right? that's the truth. Um, you know, you mentioned Chief being a funny guy. Who are the who are the, one of the funniest guys that you played with? You know, you've been around a few guys in your time. I think Bush was funny when when yeah, he was here. Right, yeah. Uh, on that team, there were so many good guys. Like you couldn't, you couldn't really speak bad about anyone. So oh, it was yeah. obviously Hartz is funny. Like he's got his show going on. <laughs> yeah, um, the Hartz show. And with Kimo, with his like oh, laugh and yeah, all right. that stuff. Like he's a mischievous little shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know about Kimo. Like he just seemed Yeah, 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 yeah. He'd do set something up. Right. You know. You don't. You can't really like be in a bad mood with with him right? right um there were so many good guys especially on in in, in here like um uh, but those come to my mind first but like everybody was nice so it's not like it's hard to always say who's who's yeah. the funniest or whatever yeah. like it was a lot of fun there were a lot of laughs going oh, on yeah, that sure. back, yeah. oh yeah back then it, was it was a zoo after yeah. after detroit like after after games there were a bunch of people in the locker room and shit shows going around in practice <laughs> and before <laughs> games and like yeah it was but it was still like we had so much fun but it was mean business when yeah. that when the job started 
Yeah, that's that's the key right there, right? Yeah. I mean, is finding that balance of yeah. of meaning business but having fun. Right. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much you're getting paid and what league you're in. you got to have fun. Otherwise, right. what's the point, right? It's I just kind of like focus and enjoy at the same time. Like, yeah. And sometimes when you keep it loose before the games, it's so good. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. The old kickball games. Yeah. 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 One of the ringers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking watch out for their replacing lights every night at the center yeah. there. Riles oh, get a yeah. hold of one. <laughs> he paid more roof fines than anyone I ever saw. Right, oh, man. right. That's the best part of the game was a kickball, man. Yeah, it's fun. Huh? Oh yeah, right. Riles was, has said before, like when we went on that run in the playoffs, he he warmed up every single game. So he was he's the first guy there every day, quarter to four, seven black right. coffees. God knows what else you had in you. Just bouncing <laughs> yeah, up. Just, just to get scratched and hit the bike up. Right, right, right. Just get, just get dressed and ready for soccer. We'll be playing. We'll be playing. Yeah, yeah. It's 4.05. No one's here yet, Rick. You can't play <laughs> soccer yet. We had a pretty good group there yeah, playing, was, too. Oh, yeah. Almost the whole team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. They were uh-huh. big, big so I, I used to play then. And then yeah, Hex, you did. Hexy wouldn't let me play anymore. No, right. He, I watched that. Let me play. <laughs> you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, you gotta let the kid play. Let the kids play. Yeah. They were mad. I just said they were mad. I was winning all the time. You were skilled, man. You were you were skilled. Kibo's champ most of the oh, time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but he you, didn't move to any balls. No, like, no, no. Oh, I can't get there. Oh. Yeah. That hurts. You call him out. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Between the uh, the kickball and then the two pass games, I mean, uh, I feel like I got got to get some credit for getting you primed up before the playoffs. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, you I mean, do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We were playing that two pass quite a lot. Yeah. Oh man, kicking the coaches' Joey. asses. Oh, Joey, Joey, Joey yeah. did a show in. Who was there? Was Reggie there? Was still there? No, Reggie? was Reggie there? No, uh, it was the next year. Oh yeah, yeah, Reggie was gone. Right, Reggie, Reggie. Lemelin wasn't there. No, no, who no, was no. it? Uh, Jack? No, Jack Mack wouldn't have no, played. No, no, it was. Um, who the hell was it? Uh, Chief was there, right? I'm drawing a butt. Reese, sorry. Jeff oh Reese. yeah, yeah, Jeff My Reese. Reese. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Reese. The old tripod. Yep. Yeah, Easter was there. Yeah, we make the yeah we made them look. We uh, played those after after everybody left for like forty minutes. Sometimes. Oh man, yeah. So, yeah. Joey Mullen got pissed to coming in and like losing. Yeah, he. Did we were like dominating, it. buddy. Oh, we were. Yeah, and it was fun. Joe, yeah, the skill Joey, was that was his favorite part. Like just getting yeah. to play oh, with man, you guys. Like the guy would have stayed out there for two hours. And it was a hard workout too. Like oh, yeah. to, like going on. Yeah. Those guys were pretty good. Joey was still oh, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's giving it. Because now you could just skate for like 40, 30 minutes, like just going around. Like, what's that going to do you right. when you when you go on the ice? Like, you can't even see the puck. Like, that's it. Got yeah. the mitts primed up. Yeah, yeah. the mitts were ready. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Toe dragon, poor Reeser. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spun him into the ground a few times. That's yeah. <laughs> a goalie. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that was uh, that was uh, the best part of my career, anyways. <laughs> Two pass and the. Yeah. The kickball, man. Yeah. Not the seven coffees. Oh, that, that was part of it. That was part of the process. So that, the seven coffees. I don't know if you, like, if, you, if you remember, like, guys used to get mad when I'd give Lavi those uh, those energy oh, supplements. Yeah. <laughs> supplements, yeah. They were like, what, Red Bull shots? <laughs> well, he th- that was on top of the supplement. Oh, on top of the he supplement. He was having his normal six black coffees, yeah. then the Red Bull shot, a full Red Bull condensed into one shot. Uh-huh. Oh, that like, that's why he's pacing up and down the hallway. <laughs> he was fired up. Oh, oh my man. God. 
Oh, he, he was, was fired up. He was there before you. He got there. He would get there he's before you. He's pace up and down the hallway, brushing his hair. Red. Yeah. Like sweating. Yeah. He's still yeah. hanging. Lavi, still hanging on to that hair, too, I saw the other day. He's, <laughs> he's still hanging on, man. I mean, he's got her slick back. I don't know how he does it. It's amazing because I was like, he ain't going to have any year. This was in 2010. <laughs> he's still hanging on to that shit. There's, there's a lot of stuff like Rogaine and stuff <laughs> in the market. Yeah, a lot know? of supplements, right? Oh, dude. Oh, man. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, he's still hanging on though oh, so, yeah he's doing well yeah he is yeah supplements yep <laughs> <laughs> supplements are keeping him going <laughs> well billy we appreciate you man yeah thank you, you. you're rocking get back to the mainland and we don't want you to leave bro no man well, i'll be back i'll be back soon you Hopefully. say that well now i i haven't been able to well, travel with uh with the covid so it's been two years kind of been at the bunkers there, and <laughs> I might have to build a bunker now with, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? with yeah, the no situation shit. coming in. Oh my yeah. God. Luxury oh, bunker. Geez. I know, man. That's, Get some gym and, you know, yeah, what it is, what it is. But yep. thank you so much for having me. We appreciate yeah, it. Was, it was fun. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Miss you, man. Wish you, you know, hopefully we get to see you more. Like, you know, we could come out to LA to your place. You know, yeah. you got the, sh- he's got a store there now. Yeah, I know. So I Ashton know. Kusher, like, you're putting this guy in your shorts? Like, what about the kid? I'm around Philadelphia. What are you wearing? Oh, yeah, you know. That's what I'm going out. I, I know him. I know I know him. No, but it's awesome, man. And uh, continue success. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it's, it. It's awesome to see, buddy. It really yeah. is. Next Thank alumni you. game, we got to bring the skill in. And yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll come over, yeah, for sure. It was the same thing as I said earlier. Like, the, I wanted to come. Like, it would have been so nice. You still got the white skates? Yeah, I do. I have do two you? more pairs. You still I have still. I got a bunch of sticks. Good. Not but I've skated 15 times since I retired. That's it? Yeah, but all, all like charity games. Oh, okay. Okay. But the, I still got it. I still oh, got yeah. It. You still oh, I know you do. You're, yeah. you're not losing it. I was going to say when we were talking about your skates, I don't. you probably don't remember this. We, we, had, we got him a pair of Bauer skates, but we sent them over to our buddy Franny Drummond. Yeah, he painted them. They were sick. Remember, he put orange. Oh, yeah, orange and white. Yeah, they were the old papers. Those. Yeah, but he made them like like put orange in them. Or what they were. I wonder where they are. I don't know, man. I thought you took them. I thought you took them with you. They were so sick. Like they were custom. Like he put that. Paint so you were designing yeah. before you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. That's they, those they were, were actually super nice. <laughs> those were so cool, man. I wish we, I wish you did have them. Yeah. George in Buffalo is probably rocking them in his men's yeah, league. He's <laughs> probably uh Georgie. That guy doesn't skate. Eh? <laughs> no way. Yeah, no way. No. No. <laughs> oh man. But anyway, Vili, thank you so much. Thank man. you. Yeah. We, appreciate, we it. appreciate it. Good you, seeing brother. you guys. That episode was brought to you by our friends at Fans of Philly, fansofphilly.com. You excited, Nast? I'm so excited. Two weeks, man. Two weeks, baby. I know. It's creeping. It's creeping. Creeping up the 25th, headed to Smashville, baby. You better be rested up. <laughs> That's oh, all you rested. do. That's all you do. So <laughs> you should be fine. Preserving the prana for, for Nashville, dude. Ready yep. to rock. That's right. Yeah, Can't check out wait. our friends at fansofphilly.com. And a big, huge thanks to our friend, Billy Dano. Yes. What a beautiful human he is. God, he's awesome, man. God, I just can't. I still, I know we talked about it, but I just can't. How big his company is, has gotten is, is unbelievable, man. From where, he, you know, just start. I guess every place, everything starts with a small little thing. But, uh, man, he is very successful and it's cool to see. Yeah, it really is. It's inspiring, you know, for people post-career and, 
just yeah. people in general, right? It starts with an idea, right? You had a you know simple idea. I mean, a, you know, create a logo, create a name, um, and, and next thing you know, he's got guns a blazing. But uh, nice to see him find a passion after hockey, and and then kind of finding that intersection of it. Not that it, you know he he kind of talked about um, you know trying to keep Billy Bano separate from hockey, but you know that lo- that that latest warrior collaboration yeah. uh, was kind of nice to see back in the hockey world, but nonetheless, uh, a lot of these guys are rocking his gear and he is somehow indirectly still in the game, whether he thinks so or not, but yeah. Nice yeah. to see him. I, I think, I think uh, it's kind of like you, you know, you got away for a little bit, but you, you know, it's been your whole life. So you kind of want to get back into it. I think that that was a perfect thing for him to kind of bring him back into the hockey. And plus, I mean, let's be honest. Most people do know him for from hockey. Yeah, 100%. Um, even though his brand is is not a hockey brand per se, but you do see a lot of hockey players wearing it. So it kind of yeah. is a hockey apparel a little bit. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's great, great to get to see him in person. That was the best, you know, like yeah, we were trying best, to get yeah. him on Zoom. I'm so happy we didn't because <laughs> we had him in here. So um, that was that was that was awesome seeing him, man. He's doing so well. Just happy guy, same as he used to be, you know. Yeah, yeah, always smiling, good energy, just yeah. kind of like whatever, you know, just let life flow by. And uh, yeah. no, it's it beautiful, and it was nice to nice to talk to him a little bit about you know his adversities towards the end of his you know uh, t- towards the end of his career there and. You know, we kind of knew a little bit about it, but most people would be like, well, you know, he signed a big ticket, you know, so whatever, he's got the money, but it still, it still affects you mentally, right? It's still, yeah. you know, when it's like your livelihood and it's something that you've poured so much love and, and energy into, you know, when you start feeling the dream slip away and, you know, you're not playing and, you know, you have to kind of start thinking a little bit differently. It's, it was, it was, it was cool to have that conversation with him, but then on the other yeah. side, again, he's found himself and uh, figured it out. So, yeah, it, it's funny. Uh, I don't think I brought it up when we were, when we were talking to him because we had so many things going on, but I do remember after his first year, um, even though his first year wasn't bad in Buffalo, it could have been a lot worse. Um, you know, he was just like, I would have taken less money to stay here looking back, you know, just because, you know, it just wasn't the same. And it's funny people that used to come into the Flyers organization, especially when they started here, like Brandon, Manning, a bunch of guys, um, have said to me, man, guys don't realize how good they had it, you know, being here. And I was, you know, back in the day, maybe things have changed a little bit now, but, uh, um, you know, at that time, you know, people were, like you said, people talk about money. Oh, they got money. That's what, sometimes that isn't everything, you know, like, I mean, probably a lot of times it's not, but, Yeah, hundred uh, percent. either way he made it work. He got through it. And, uh, yep. it was interesting to hear, you know, him talk a little bit about, you know, being down in the dumps and, you know, what do I do next? You know, and he right. certainly found his way out of it. That's for sure. Yeah. Finding solutions, plenty of problems. You got to yeah. find the solutions. Right. So that's right. Yeah. Happy for him. Great to see him. Hopefully we can reconnect with him. Next time he comes in town, we can bring him back in the studio for Bailey 2.0. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Right on. Well, that's a wrap. Nas. All right, man. Hey, enjoy the rest of your time there. Don't worry about us up here, freezing our asses off. It's no big deal. Hey, 75 degrees, dude. You can you can handle that. That's 75 here. <laughs> it was yesterday. 40 degrees. A little here. sprinkle, a little sprinkle of heat. We did yesterday. We or yeah, was it yeah, yeah, it was Sunday. Sorry, Sunday, I think. Sunday okay. and Monday. Not bad. But anyway, have a good time and we'll see you back this week, bud.
Sounds good. Episode 65 in the books. Until next week, stay safe, knuckleheads. See you, knuckleheads. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 